0: Welcome to a great episode of Sports Matters. I am your host, Kevin Drake, and your other host, Mr. Matt Burt. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Boy, what a great NFL weekend we have, and we have a returning special guest, former high school coach, used to play with Eric Weddle in high school, my man, Mr. Brian Ward. Welcome back Ah. to the program. Thanks for having me back. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Not too bad. How are you?
1: I'm you good, it? I'm good.
2: How's the little one?
1: He's good. <laughs> he's busy with Mickey Mouse right now, so we'll see uh, how that
0: goes. <laughs> you got to like, distract her for just a moment <laughs> so you can do this radio show. <laughs> okay, well, just a little bit. He's uh, going to be good. He, he's a smart guy. Yes, he is. Like father, like son. There yeah. you have it.
2: <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the quarter of the NFL season?
0: Oh, man.
1: A lot of thoughts. I mean, there's the uh, first off, Sean McVay. That's that's my first thought.
0: Wow. Yes. that was a, Yeah, let's start with the Thursday night game. I, you know. Exactly, Matt and I—we kind of saw this coming. But anyway, what are it your is. thoughts? Being, you know, well, at not being I was in a little,
1: First, I was a little skeptical to be. I mean, everyone. I mean, the hype's been on them, but they—they've kept that noise just out, outside the locker. Room, I feel I, I, I can't imagine. I know they've heard they're supposed to be the best team, but they're uh, they're uh, very much playing like it, and they're dialing it up at the right times. And McVay is on fire. Right? It's, that offense is extremely hard to guard especially with Gurley I mean it, it gives so much so many problems to defense because you can't really get exotic because they'll just run it right at you and then when you play basic then they're throwing like they it's tough. I'd
0: hate to game plan against them. <laughs> I bet. The growth of Jared Goff and the confidence, but you're right, they're also humble. I mean, there's a lot of things they're working on in camp, and you're going to see a lot, some more of these, like, really cool plays that they're just going to spring at you. There's just so yeah. much that that offense can do. But the key of that offense is that offensive line. They're giving Jared mm-hmm. Goff the time, and he's obviously a big guy, so he can really see over the defense so he can find those open guys. Yeah, but no one's really, no one's really coming after Goff because they can't. Because of Gurley. I mean,
1: they can't, you, you can't really, you don't really know when they're going to run or pass it, but their play actions and their passes or in their runs, they look the same. And it's, it's, I, I just, <laughs> what they did to Minnesota was just uh, something special. They they made them look uh, rather rather average, to say the least.
2: So what was your opinion on uh, on Goff versus Cousins? Do you think it was just two really great quarterback play and it was just Goff gone? They got the best of them on this occasion? Or is it more of uh, Goff is the better quarterback than Cousins?
1: It's hard to say. i I mean, Cousins was playing from behind all game, and Goff could, was dictating the whole game. So, I mean, I, I'd love to see it flip. I'd love to see Goff and the other offense from behind and just see if he could throw it all over the yard. But uh, I, I'm trying to remember if Minnesota was trying to run the ball at all. I mean, they were never down more than two scores, if I remember. Well, It was pretty tight the whole game. It, I think. Yeah. it
0: was, and especially in the beginning, it was pretty much a one-score game all the way through until the
1: yeah. Were they was Minnesota trying to run the ball? My, or
0: no, they they, and, they were. They tried. They just couldn't. They had no success. Yeah, they had no success with yeah. You look at the numbers. Cousins threw for four hundred and twenty two yards and three touchdowns, where Goff threw four hundred and sixty five yards and five touchdowns. Jeez. That is ridiculous.
2: I will point out with the the fact about Goff since I think it's the nineteen eighty since nineteen eighty, he's one of twenty seven quarterbacks to have a perfect pass rating. He had a perfect pass rating on that night. Wow. Yeah, man. so he, he had an incredible night. In general, we've always liked Goff. We were like, no, don't hit that. What happens with rookie quarterbacks in this league is if they don't have immediate success, they kind of get overshadowed. I I still like Josh Rosen. I think he could be a quality quarterback. Just not right now, not with this team in around very, him. And he's
0: in a very difficult situation, too. Yeah. I mean, he's not on a very good team right now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
2: that's this, that's this, exactly
0: draft class, uh, this draft class as quarterbacks has, has looked uh, really well, actually,
1: Considering the teams are, I mean, even a uh, Josh Allen in Buffalo, he has nothing around him. When you have no no offensive line and your best receivers, Cal, Calvin Benjamin, and he's and you get to go up to Minnesota and hang twenty seven on those guys at home, so it, he looks pretty good too.
0: Yeah, do make a good point right there. That's why we have you on because you're a football <laughs> expert. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. But Thank you. Oh,
1: one one good point here and there.
0: But I got to get to the Sunday night game because I know you're best friends with Eric Weddle, and you know they oh, had a really good game. Oh maybe. yeah, I really enjoyed that game too. So it was kind of a fun game to watch because you know the Ravens got off to a fourteen nothing start. Yeah, but then. That fumble, the next thing you know, Uh, the momentum just switched. And it always is with these two teams come together. It's that black and blue division. It's what they thought was going to be a shootout. Turns out to be a relatively low-scoring game compared to a lot of the other games that were going on this Sunday. But what were your thoughts on that in the second half, how Baltimore turned it around?
1: Oh, man, I love that second half. They're just playing so well right now. That's just the Ravens' MO right now. The second half, once they make those adjustments, there's nothing you can do on them. At least so far. They haven't even given up a touchdown yet in the second half, which is pretty amazing, especially in, uh, in the league that we uh, play in right now, which is uh, extremely offensive. So that stat alone is pretty crazy in an in offensive league. But let's just say this that Pittsburgh offense doesn't look the same without uh, Le'Veon Bell. How about that? Oh, oh, that? oh,
2: yeah. That was my next question. I was like, how much should <laughs> so they miss like, him? Uh, so, how are you going to give a guy 400 touches and you just think you can replace him? Like, come on, guys. How can you give a guy 400 touches and not expect to pay him either? They're, they're, they just
1: think they can just use people. And, it's sad, but, I That's, mean, now
0: look, look at their 1-2-1. and one. You know, like, uh, can you come back, please? Sorry. <laughs> That's Pittsburgh's version of Todd Gurley. I mean, come on. You know, you yeah, take, like, take away you your Todd on. Gurley, a.k.a. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, your offense is just relatively becomes one-dimensional. It's almost like the yeah. Ravens knew what they were going to call it, at times. Oh, man.
1: They ex- they were extremely prepared, to, to say the least. They, they wanted this game really bad. Uh, to get a road victory, especially in the division, division yes. rivalry is, is just huge, and... I don't know if you saw. I'm sure you saw uh, Eric's
0: uh, <laughs>
1: post game interviews. He, as you could tell, he was a little excited as well.
0: Oh you no, know, he, he's funny, but I also saw him at the end of the game. You know, hugging John Harbaugh, talking with him, talking with the defensive coach. The court, He's oh, yeah. so it, intelligent. He, he's very
1: much involved in the yeah. game plan, and a, as he should be. I and mean, the players see just as much as the coaches, and I'm sure he watches just as much film, if not more. You know, he takes a very detailed notes. As he, uh, he, he showed me a couple, a couple of uh, scribbles he did on their offense. So I'll say he was prepared. As, a uh, little understatement he was ready
0: exactly you know that that's the key it's like all wars are won before they're even fought it's all the preparation oh yeah yes sir and i know he's extremely intelligent because you know we saw him out here all those years with the san diego chargers and just mm-hmm. eric Weddle and, and the backfield i mean he just himself he you puts know guys in the right, the in the area, right spot.
1: he can he feels exactly. the moment he feels the play and he has the the command and the you know the, the wherewithal just to just to make it happen himself, he knows he knows his players and he gets them in the right spots and he's uh he gets them ready to succeed and then, and you and you could tell what him and Tony Jefferson in the backfield. You know what the scary thing is, I'm interrupting myself. <laughs> that's but right. They have two defensive starters coming back this week, and that that is crazy. Who's Jimmy that? Smith, Jimmy Smith, and Willie Henry, their their defensive tackle. He, he says is more important to that defense. He says it's their best interior defensive lineman. So watch out, you guys. I'm telling you, they're gonna they're gonna be really nasty. I'm they talking. They are. They are. They're sitting at 3 and 1.
2: Man, the biggest problem with the Ravens, and it has been in, for a while, is that they have never had a, a good receiving core. Like you look at last season, they they couldn't get anyone, and now they have Michael Crabtree. They come in, they bring in a whole bunch of guys that have been yeah. producing, like Josh Brown or is it John Brown? Willie Snead, John Brown, John Brown. Yeah, that's, yeah, John Brown, yeah,
1: and Willie Snead too. And they have a bunch of new tight ends, and they have the rookie tight end, first round pick, that's coming back as well. And just wait till Flacco gets used to him. I mean, he's only had a few games and, an, and a, like, a, like a training camp with them. So they're just going to get better and better. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm actually uh, feeling pretty good about my Super Bowl pick right now. I know yeah. it's only the first <laughs> quarter of the season. I but like to run at least back. Half, half, uh, my, half my pick is doing okay. My other half, eh. Uh. You
0: know, uh, you know it's only the first quarter of the season, but I really like their running back Buck Allen. Buck I, Allen, I, I, yeah, I think he's just a nice change, change of pace. He's got the mm. quickness, and I think you can put him out. He plays receiver in the slot. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, he, he he's got that. You know that I call that that triple threat. He's got all this stuff, and he could pass block as well. But really, what I like about him, if he starts getting more touches, because man, the man's got really good on field speed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like his speed of the game. If he gets open, or if he's in the open field, watch out. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. their
1: offense is clicking too. Their I I think Flacco and the uh, Morning Leg. I think that's the offensive coordinator. This their third year together. So Morning Leg, yeah, yeah. They're, I think they're clicking right now. So, oh, all, all, they're a firing, So, but they have Baker Mayfield coming up. So, hopefully, they're not too uh, too high on this win in Pittsburgh, and they focus back up. You know, it's a week to week league, so anything happens. So, especially they had a terrible loss to my Raiders. <laughs> but
2: uh,
1: well, I know they're going to be coming back pretty tough. So I think they're playing in Cleveland, so I know it's the going to The Browns'
0: defense—that's what's really keeping them in the game. I mean, Miles Garrett. Yeah. Let's just let's just Browns, end it right yeah. there, Miles Garrett. The Browns' defense is—that's what's going to be. It's just going to be another one of those, you know, AFC North typical games. Baker Mayfield's not seen a defense like Baltimore. No, 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 no. He no, has no. not he's going come from the intelligence of Eric Weddle. No, of course not. So as long as I he's like going to struggle.
1: The pocket, they'll be okay. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not too worried about Baker Mayfield. Not yet, at
2: least. No,
0: no he's young,
1: be. but He's going to be good, though. I mean, speaking of young quarterbacks, we didn't even mention Did you see Patrick Mahomes yeah, last I night? Yeah, I was yes. literally about oh, to
2: say this. Now that we have us three here, did any of us say the Kansas City Chiefs were the surprise team of the
0: NFL at the beginning of the year? No. No. I don't think Mary <laughs> many saw this coming. I'm not as surprised, but I didn't see Patrick Mahomes getting this blazing start like he did. Be,
2: how many uh, touchdowns does he have through the first five weeks of the year? Isn't it in at 13 now? I don't know. It's it, a lot. <laughs> I, I think no, he has no – no well, turnovers, he had Just though, right? one last night. He one has point. no turnovers either. No. He, so he had one last night. He has 14 touchdowns over five games.
1: All I know is he throws it very far on a straight line, and it gets on the receiver really fast. <laughs> I
2: saw a second and 30 last
1: night disappear like it was nothing.
2: I know. I remember watching him in college, and I saw him make a play where he literally had, like <laughs> his body was going to the ground. The weight of his body was going to the ground, and he chucks a ball 45 yards into the end zone. 45 yeah. yards. It was when I knew that. Oh, this kid might be pretty special. I didn't think he was going to be this special in the beginning of the year, but I knew he was going to be special. I just—it was only a matter of when, you know. It, it takes a while for you to groom into the NFL. It's Coach not like, you come Reed in. Yeah, like Coach Andy Reid
0: knew. Yeah,
2: Coach Andy Reid knew. That's why I got rid of Alex Smith. It's like Alex, yeah. You're all out. of a sudden,
1: shipping Alex Smith out uh, really quickly doesn't look so bad anymore.
0: No, no. no. <laughs> uh, you, uh, look at this too. Now, the, not just shift over that Thursday night game real quick, but four of those five touchdown passes that Jericho all threw were all the kind of like a home run hit. They hit on their deep threat every single time. You know, you hit Robin yeah. Woods, You hit Cooper Cup twice. Well, that's what they happens. Get
1: in, they get in these predictable coverages, not like it's, it's the defense's fault. You kind of have to stay basic when you don't know when the offense is, what the offense is going to do. They're going to run it or pass it. You're just like, well, we're just going to do this and hope for the best. But they're looking at the defense. You can see they're in that one pass of uh, uh, Brandon Cooks in the end zone was a, a cover four beater, perfectly designed, yeah. perfectly executed. And that one, to Cooper Cup, where they got Anthony Barr. Poor Anthony Barr. He had a long night, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we had Cooper Cup on a wheel with him. They had play action at, uh, at Harrison Smith. He was at the line, and they had a receiver matched up on a linebacker like two times for touchdowns. I mean, that's not on accident. That is well-designed and well-executed, and, and to me, that's not fair
2: great well, kind of coaching. Yeah, that's, that's what happens when you have a guy like, well, for example, A, Todd Gurley, who can actually, like, he's one of those guys that can run and catch, but the receivers, I mean, when you look at it, Cooper Cup with the underneath routes, he's, like, does little, like, cuts across the field five yards, catches the ball,
0: Your and he's slot up the receiver. field. Their slot,
2: yeah. their slot receiver garners so much coverage, and that causes you to come back more up into the box area. When you have two guys like Robert Woods, who has been a deep threat his entire career, let's not forget mm-hmm. about him in Buffalo, okay, and then you have a guy that is Brandon Cook's Who's very good at catching the ball in general. You just have like the perfect combination on offense. It's like you have to pick your poison, so to speak. And they pick their poison. Yeah. They're like, we're going to let Cooper Cup beat us. And Cooper Cup beat them. Cooper Cup literally Cooper beat Cup them. Cooper Cup
0: will kill you. You got to pick your poison.
2: You have to pick your poison yeah. against this Rams offense. But
0: I was just yeah. comparing the, the yeah. arm strength of Jared Goff and uh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable some of the throws that he has made. But the one when he went left handed, you know, on Come the on fourth now. quarter drive. I mean, Come he had on Bob now. Miller that, that zeroing in player. on him, and he just lobs it up with his left hand. It's like, what? Are you Brett Favish? John Miller on his heels. No problem. This has just been an exciting weekend of football. I mean, even the yeah, Cincinnati Atlanta game. That, that was shoot a good out. game. Yeah, that was shoot out. Oh, yeah. Matt Ryan?
1: Your bungles. You had to throw your bungles in there, didn't you, Kevin?
0: I had yeah. to, man, because, you know, <laughs> at work trying to watch that game. and just, you know, they cut it off. It was second and 10 with 12 seconds to go. They're down, you know, 36 31. And then they went yeah. to the 49er Charger game. Perfect timing. How can you? That's perfect timing. You should just let it go for 20 more seconds. <laughs> so we can see the game-winning touchdown. Never, there's a West Coast game on, Kevin. All right,
2: right? So see, Cincinnati gets no respect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Here, maybe in the Midwest we'll get some, but not here. The Chargers here. take precedent. But like, oh, the Rams. The Rams, take, the Rams take precedent, but when they already play on Thursday right, night, then right. it's the Chargers' turn yeah. to take precedent. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like uh. for that game, Andy Dalton versus Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan versus Andy Dalton was what I was trying to say. That was an incredible matchup. Andy Dalton is Playing way better than people give him credit for in the mm-hmm. beginning of the season, and also Matt Ryan on the other side of the coin has been playing way better than people have been giving him credit for. But when you have that many weapons on Matt Ryan's end with Calvin Ridley, Sanu, like you, you have so many weapons. Austin big Cooper, Julio Jones, big yeah. Julio Jones. It's like, dang, just keep spreading the ball around. If the defense if, can do can't, anything, they can't get a stop. They can't stop a sneeze. Yeah.
0: Can't stop anything. It's that's just sad. tough. That's 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 a challenge this year. I know some of the rule changes is definitely amped up the scoring. Akeem Talib called yeah. it in camp. He's just like, I guess they want us, you know, teams to score forty points a game or whatever. sells yeah, tickets. He just kind of laughed. Falcons it off. are
1: also down. They're down two to their starting safeties and their and Deion Jones, their starting middle linebacker. So that's the. They're definitely in an adjustment period on defense, as you yeah. can tell.
0: Yeah, that, oh. that being the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, like we're hey. crazy here at Sports Matters. We'll jump we're, from one game to the
0: next to the next. We're all yeah, over exactly. The place. <laughs> That's how we do it. But let's talk about your Raiders. That, that was a good that was a good win. That was another exciting game that just you know Yeah, so like, like I was fast. saying before, we
1: need to score points and that's how we're gonna win games and scoring thirteen against the Rams and seventeen against the Broncos. What was the final and, like, score
0: of that? Was 20, 20, that 40, 40, what five 40 to 42. 45 to forty two. Forty
1: yeah. I mean that's that's the way we're gonna win games. It is what it is, so that's what we have to do. We need to throw the ball more Cardi a to stop turning it over. Oh my gosh, gonna I'm gonna lose my mind if those another pick. But
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Question for okay. you as a Raiders fan: What's Does that? it bum you out when John Gruden says we just need to get a pass rush? Oh my gosh! Obviously, I'm speechless right now. When <laughs> like when I heard I'm right now, and when I heard that, I don't I
1: don't understand that. Look what he's doing. He's like arguably arguably the MVP of the league right now. Like, geez, like come on. He has a force. He has a sack and a strip every game, every single game.
0: Look at That's Chicago Bears 15. record right now. They're three and one. They're their defense one. is in the top And ten. one loss
1: was against the Packers were they're up what, twenty to zero on them? Yeah. They could be and they're smashing people right now. I mean they had a I, actually, they didn't smash Arizona, but they were down 14 nothing on the road, and they came back at one. I mean, what else do you want? Come on, the Bears are who we thought they
0: were. And hey, you let them who
1: the they, they thought they were, exactly. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, another young quarterback.
0: Yeah, he had that a great game this day. past Sunday, but it's nice to add Khalil Mack with all that young defensive talent they have, and now it's just like they went from a not-so-good defense to a top-10 defense by adding one yes. player. I, I, yes. I agree with you. I think it was it a hurts. mistake them get rid of Khalil Mack, but what can you do? I know the money didn't make sense, and you wanted too much. Uh, They should have found a way to make it work. Yes. I don't even know. I heard that Carr said that he
1: took less money on the anticipation of them signing Coral (laughs) Mac. Which is even even sicker.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Those two guys are pretty good friends too, so I don't know what happened.
1: Yeah. Hey, what I don't. I have no
0: answers, Kevin. For so the first yeah. time, I don't know
1: what. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Well, we but, don't know what's you know, going on the minds of certain athletes. I mean, we're, we're not, the Raiders aren't playing too bad. I mean, they could have could have beaten Denver. That was a possession away. And the Miami game, they were playing well all game, and you know the, the fourth quarter in it. So they're not playing too terrible with kind of a a brand new offense and a brand new coaching yeah, staff and philosophy. It take here. time. But, yeah, I, I told you last time, I was like, I think they're a year away at least. I'm not expecting too much, but it is definitely frustrating to see us playing well and just like imploding in the, in the fourth quarter is definitely frustrating to watch.
0: Yeah. You know what game that really stuck out to me was uh, Tennessee uh, winning that overtime against the defending Super Bowl champs, 26-23. They have a 3-0 oh, yeah. record. They really? Three. I didn't know that's a silent 3 no one No one's talking they about them? That. That's a good point. Kevin. They beat... Two really good teams. They beat Jacksonville last week, which has center division. They're in the AFC mm-hmm. championship game and they just beat the mm-hmm. defending Super Bowl champs. Mike well, uh, points. Mike Brable. <laughs> I know.
2: They have done it through the defensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball only. I swear. Yeah. I every single time I watch their offense, it's just like what this is these are NFL players. Out there, every <laughs> time I see Derrick Henry run the ball, it's like what? I have him. I had him pegged on my fantasy team. I was like, Derrick Henry, he's gonna have a great year. It's gonna be his time. And what has he done? Like, I mean, like, who do they have on offense? Can you name anyone besides Marcus Mariota, Kevin?
1: Yeah, just a couple. I mean, they they picked up a couple guys, but I mean, he played Mar- Mariota played pretty decent uh, at the end of the game, yesterday. He picked up a big fourth and fifteen. That was huge on that last drive. And uh, they picked up. They have a. Deion Lewis. Now, I think he's helping out Mariota. He can just dump it off to him. You know, the former New England Patriot running back, and they have the right. first round pick Corey Davis, who finally had a breakout game. Uh, he he's, did. He's in his second year, and he's been struggling. So, and he caught the winning touchdown. So there. That's the only reason I know is because they they made a big deal about him because he hasn't been doing anything lately. But uh, but he uh, scored that winning touchdown. And
0: everyone was all happy for him. So, yeah. But uh,
1: other than that, not really. I mean, they lost Laney Walker, which is huge.
0: And that's yeah, that's but, the I mean, biggest there's blow. There's different ways to win the game, so. Hey, they're grinding out and they're winning these close games. I mean it's exactly. because
2: their offensive line, let's be real, like their offensive line, Taylor Luan is one of the best left tackles in the league. They give them all the weapons that they need, but it's the defense that wins the games for them. No doubt about that. But if you can
1: win in a game
2: nine to six in the NFL right now, you got a pretty good defense. You got you got a great defense. Yes. I just yeah. I just don't see this offense as being, you know, very I mean. Yeah, potent long
1: term it's it's gonna be tough for them for sure. Uh, but the, the AFC is pretty open. I mean, uh, it was like the biggest powerhouse in the AFC? I mean, I guess Kansas City, I guess, right now. But they looked uh, beatable last night, at least. They didn't, they didn't yeah. blow anyone out. I mean, in the second half of the 49er game, they only had three points. I mean, they're definitely beatable. I, I mean, the best team in the league right now is by far is the Rams. So, but when AFC, just talking, it's wide open, I feel.
0: If you're just talking AFC, obviously the Chiefs are the hottest team right now still in the AFC, mm-hmm. but I still have to say Baltimore Ravens, I think, are solid. The Bengals oh, yeah. are kind of a surprise. You know, I think their yeah. defense has <laughs> been playing up to par like a can. Patriots obviously got a huge win just blowing out Miami like they always do. Oh, yeah. after, they, yeah. after a bad loss, they come back and just destroy. It doesn't matter who's in front of them. They always exactly. destroy the next opponent. I think you
2: just hit yeah. the Yahtzee right there. It's the Patriots. Look, it's <laughs> time it, dandy for everyone to say the Chiefs and anyone that you want to in the first four games of the season. But the last four games of the season or the last half of yeah. the season, it's going to be the Patriots. Like, yeah, it's that's just, time is
1: definitely
2: Tom time. It's Tom Time, it's like it's the last half of the season. Like, they don't really try in these first four games. It just seems to me it's like, look at what they did in the first four games last year. What were they? Yeah. One and three. There's it's only they, a yeah, handful
0: of teams yeah, they're, can, they're, oh go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. No, I, I was just saying, yeah, I think they were. They, they were struggling at the beginning of the year last year. I was just agreeing with Matt.
2: <laughs> well, you I was thinking about it. and you go back even the year before that and the year yeah. before that, I can't give you the records, but I know that they were yeah. good. Well,
0: you think about the Patriots, I, I think there's probably three legitimate teams that could probably beat them in the playoffs. I still say mm-hmm. the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Andy Reid. Ravens. My, my first team would be the Baltimore Ravens because they have done yeah. it. But then I would mm-hmm. say the Jacksonville Jaguars and then the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody else that, that could possibly beat them in the postseason I, I agree I don't think there's anyone else it. I mean yeah
1: <laughs> even even uh, let Whit, Pittsburgh with Le'Veon Bell couldn't beat them so Without them, I, they have zero percent chance.
0: Yeah. So the Patriots are fine, and they've yeah. like jumped up the power rank. Or they're ranked higher than teams that are three and one, which is rightfully so. They're, they're the power. Yeah. I, I
1: don't. I think everyone would have pushed the panic button if they would have lost to Miami. But everyone, like like Matt was saying, everyone's seen this movie before. <laughs> they're they're going to bounce back, and, and they'll they'll keep. They're going to probably win their division still, which is not the greatest. I mean, <laughs> Miami was the number one team in their division, and then they beat them by like a hundred. So just like it's,
0: watching the show Hawaii Five O, you know, in the end. They're <laughs> gonna get the bad guys they always do yeah <laughs> the Patriots with the AFC they always do <laughs> and they they pulled
2: off and getting a disgruntled cop you know on some other Cleveland Police Department and Josh Gordon, are you kidding yeah. me oh my god if he lives up to the potential with that team like as a deep ball threat he didn't he didn't get that many looks in the game against Miami but Miami's got some pretty good cornerbacks like they do they have a pretty good secondary they got
0: a good defense they got a good defense. I, I think that Julian Edelman comes
1: back this week. And yes. The, uh, oh, jeez. probably going to be pretty big for them. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's going to help.
0: It's going to help Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's okay, Matt. It's okay. It's, oh, to, it's all gosh. starting to come together.
2: I don't I now I, I'm i like, they're the Alabama of the NFL. Is Alabama is in a tier to themselves. There's one tier, a tier A in college football, and they're the only team in it. And then there's a lot of teams in the tier B. Like you could put the Ohio State. You could put all these different teams in the tier B, but from tier A to tier B, there is a big gap, like a huge gap. Like you, it's not fair to give. That's essentially <laughs> what, Alabama, <laughs> that's what Alabama did. Alabama. And they literally yeah. like, ha, like there's just a, a, there's yeah. different tiers to it. Like yeah. one of their guys gets injured, oh they just got another five star recruit waiting to play. Yeah, no now big deal.
1: Switch get it back, back to five star recruits, you no know, big deal.
0: I <laughs> want to ask you, Brian, because I want to go back to that Sunday night game, Baltimore and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and what did you think? How they used Lamar Jackson? Because they were in, inject him a couple of times. I saw him get ejected into the game, I thought Flacco was in it. The Next thing you know, he runs for an eight-yard, you know, gain. What,
1: what, what? The the difficult thing about that is as for other teams, they have to spend time practicing against all these gadget plays, and even if they're not like, even if they're not like totally successful, like two touchdowns, like on the season with Lamar Jackson in the game, they're still getting eight, you know, eight yards a pop, and and they're they're pretty. Uh, how do you want to say? Pretty unique at, but you just have to spend time away from game planning from the regular offense. You have to spend at least an hour a day on, on these gadget plays. And that's, as a D corner, that'd be a little annoying, but I, I think it's great. I mean, it gives a little wrinkle to their offense and it does. I mean, they're going to let them throw it one time and you just have to, you might have, as a D corner, you might have to make up plays like, oh, they might be doing this and they're doing orb motions and fake, like they're doing all sorts of stuff. So if anything, it just takes time for the other team to game plan and, and that's pretty annoying. So, you know, there was that, one play on them.
0: in particular. He brought him in on a third and three, and he got two yards. And it was fourth and yeah. one. Then they brought Flacco back in, and they converted the fourth down conversion. Yeah, I, I feel like they're setting up. Uh, I've seen you've seen this a couple of times. You see it a lot in college, but
1: a couple of times in the NFL, they're going to they're going to set up that old Tim Tebow jump pass where he's yeah. going to run up to the line and just dump it over the top. I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to see that.
0: It's going to happen. Yeah,
1: but it's tough. I and mean, what are you going to do? He's going to be running right at you in the NFL. Offensive cheat. <laughs> well, also, the so you think about it
0: because you're a defensive player, and you think about yes. like, the way the rules are today. It is so against. It's kind of like uh, back, like in the old Laker days when mm-hmm. we used to always thought it was eight on five because the officials were mm-hmm. totally against the Lakers. It's kind of like this. It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's eleven on eleven, but with the way the rule changes are, it feels like it's fifteen on eleven. Yeah, you know, with all the you, officials. Know, you got to
1: give credit to the defense though; they're actually doing a pretty good they job adjusting to it. I mean, a couple years ago, it was the it was the what, helmet-to-helmet contact or the defenseless receiver stuff that was, like, a big uproar. That's pretty... That's quiet down now. And the uh, touching the receivers, like, as much as, like, that's quieted down. And you see what Bob Miller and Khalil Mack are doing. They're not even trying to kill the quarterback. They're trying to get the ball. I mean, it's yeah, not that hard. I mean, look at it. That, that's such a genius thing to do, and it's what you should be doing anyway. But, I mean, last night, talking or looking at the two uh, uh, primetime games last night and the Sunday night games, I don't remember any roughing the passing uh, penalties, if you do. Yeah, so, I mean, they teams do a good job of adjusting. I mean, it can cost you games. So if you don't adjust, you're going to lose. So True. I know it's annoying, but just make it happen. You're professional.
0: It's not that hard. I can hear a little guy moaning a like, oh, no, they got to make yeah. changes. <laughs> what are you saying? He's still upset about Mac. <laughs> Probably. He, he is. I don't know. He has
1: his little Raiders shirt on right now, too.
0: It's the first <laughs> week. we got to win, baby. We're wearing the Raiders shirt. Just win, baby. Just win. Woo! Yeah, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Yeah, they, yeah they I know. I, a I, long like I, I told you before, We're we're a year away, and uh, I'm I'll be patient. But like
1: it's just being so close and then not winning is very hard. But it's a one possession league, and it's what you see all across the league and all these close games. And I mean, not everyone can win. So it, that you, you just want them to
0: finish better than the Chargers, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> let's say that they
1: look pretty good. They've had a tough schedule. I'm mean, looking at a couple of their losses, and they had two losses to the to the Rams and the um, Rams and, and the Chiefs. I mean two of the best teams in the league so I mean yeah, they're, I they're, think, not, uh, they're not too bad looking so I, I'm, we're ready for a is a charge week this week, so yeah, and I mean, the luckily Chiefs, we get to play in L.A., so that's another home game for us, so that's good.
0: Obviously, you got the Cheese twice, but, I mean, you got the uh, Baltimore Ravens, you know, the Raiders and the Ravens. Oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting that division. as well. Steelers probably <laughs> have <laughs> Le'Veon Bell back. Yeah, that's interesting. Is he coming back after the bye week and late off Well, said he's coming back for week seven or week eight. Seven
2: or eight, yeah. so the, what, what, that would be he had to have reported before week ten in order so to be a free agent next EAB year. Yeah, to be a free agent next year. So what. I mean, like, I don't know if you've seen James Harrison's comments about that. He, James Harrison, basically said he's like, if I was Le'Veon, I'd just fake an injury when I came back. Like, I'd just say, oh, like, I'd get an injury on Saturday and then not play in the games. Yeah. I mean, when you have a guy that's getting, like you said, 400 touches, okay, 400 touches of the football, like, and you're thinking about your long-term health, because what happens to yeah. running backs when they turn 30? How old's Le'Veon? 27. He's got three good Something years left. Like Three good years left. Yeah. Of like primetime, Le'Veon, it's Le'Veon show. And then from there on out, it's like, you don't, not, most running backs don't age well unless your name is Frank Gore. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like that
1: true, it's true for the whole NFL. Like, that's why That's why they get holdouts in, in the NFL. They don't have to guarantee money and they let them get to their last year, their contract, and they're like, oh, thanks for killing it for us, but we're not going to renew you or trade you. We're just going to use you at, at bare minimum. Look what. Look what happened to Earl Thomas. They uh, he tried to hold out, and he's like, you know, I'm going to come back for my team. Then he gets hurt, and that's going to cost the money, you
0: know, long term. Yeah, that's a season-ending injury, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it is. Uh, it's such a bummer. Leg. Yeah, such a bummer for Earl Thomas. Well, I, I tell you, another guy my heart goes out to is Tyler Eifert. For the third straight year, he ends up on oh, IR. Man. That was a nasty break. It, yeah, My brother said he was so watching that, the game. a game. He said the network apologized because when they show the replay, they show it, the whole graphic, they show the entire injury, then they apologize for showing it. Yeah, they should. Oh, wow, that, that's got to be bad. I, I, I saw something on that on
1: Twitter, and I, I just clicked away. I was like, uh, It said it had like a warning on it. I was like, okay, I'm good. I kind of know what happens from here.
2: Well, I, I was watching Red Zone, and that happened twice. They showed that injury on Red Zone, and then they showed – The guy that broke his wrist on the Cleveland Browns in that game, I saw that live, and he's just like, his wrist was not in the right, correct position. It was, ugh, it was gross.
0: We just feel bad because Cincinnati back in the 88 Super Bowl when Tim Crumbry was... Crumry, the defensive tackle, was just a one-man wrecking crew. And it was like in the second quarter, he got his leg broke. But, I mean, the bone broke clear off. And it was just holding by, like, the tendons in the skin. It was just so yeah. disgusting. and just like, no, we can't lose you. Yeah. <laughs> We need you to yeah, beat Joe Montana. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. Joe Montana comparisons between him and Goff—that's pretty—that's uh, high praise right there.
2: That, that is high praise. They, they play kind of similar. I—I w- I don't know. He's got to win some Super Bowls in order for him to get to that stature. But they play kind of similarly. Like I'd say yeah. so. It's—it's it's not like you have Steve ridden. Young running around out the outside the pocket and scrambling making plays. No,
0: Goff is a traditional pocket passer. Yes, he, so. is. he is, and he's getting rid of the ball fast, and he's just—you know—he hits the seams, a crossing. Patterns, yeah. You know, Sean McVay's really set him up nicely, too, though. Yeah, and Gurley. And yes. Oh, you're yeah. And paid. then you got Gurley. It just—it's the perfect storm. I mean, I have to say the L.A. Rams, despite that they were without pretty much both their corners in this last. Thursday night's game. I don't know why Marcus yeah. Peters was out there, but I guess he. Felt
1: I don't like know he... either. He didn't look hundred percent. I didn't. He wasn't. He didn't play the second half. Yeah, they, they played. They, they got it done though. They got the stop when they needed it. Right. They
2: they got some quality backups. So I've been really impressed yeah. by Sam Shields this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, he's solid. It, that's a tough team to play against the pass. I mean, Diggs, Thielen, They they got some. Ooh. They got some great receivers. So it's it was gonna be a game where you were gonna see the ball being thrown, like on both sides of the ball. And we got yeah. exactly that. And it, to me, the NFL is way more watchable when you can see the ball getting thrown down the field or you see these big plays. That People are going to start forgetting that, you know, these guys are getting injured rather than, you know, if they see touchdown passes to Tyreek Hill for 100 yards. People are going to start forgetting about that kind of stuff. Ooh, 16 points for my fantasy. <laughs> Ooh. When are team's gonna learn to stop kicking it to him? I, I said that it was like
1: the first punt they actually did after the first. But they have to test him every time. They kicked it to him and he, ran, and he ran for like forty or fifty yards. I'm like, just stop kicking it to him. Like, come on, you're just killing your team. But they're gonna yeah. learn one day, I guess. But I
2: have Tyreek Hill Devin on my Hester. fantasy team
1: too, so I hope they just keep kicking it to him. But but still,
2: <laughs> reminds me of Devin Hester. He actually can catch the yeah. ball. If Devin Hester could catch the ball, like in terms of like a <laughs> pass and run yeah. with it, that'd be Tyree Kill. That's a good. Yeah. I, I think he started as a he was
1: a DB in college. I think so. He was already behind eight ball on the the hands part.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So did you have any other games that stuck out to you over the weekend? I know you were working, but... Um, jeez. We came back but Man, we touched so many games. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I think we may have covered just about every one. Yeah, we talked about the 49 I mean... We didn't talk about the 49ers 49ers or Chargers. There you you go. looked
1: pretty looked pretty good to me. uh, You could forget. I mean, I think last year was his first experience playing. I don't remember him before that,
0: Beathard. Yeah, he's playing behind a,
1: Jimmy G, and another year with uh, Kyle Shanahan doing him really well. So I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't say they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but you like to see a team progress. You don't like to see any really terrible teams in the NFL. It doesn't. It's not a good look. But uh, he looked good. He is he's good. I mean, he, he
2: is learned. a he is a quality quarterback. I mean, when he gets his opportunities, there's still a problem with the Niners. It's, it's it's not a problem with anything but injuries. Everything. Their left tackle got hurt. I mean, yeah. you've seen problems with. Marquise Goodwin, who is supposed to be like that's C.J. Beathard's guy. Marquise Goodwin and C.J. Bethard they they go. He, he got an 83-yard touchdown from him uh, last season. The, the, like like that's his guy. Him and Kittle. Yeah. And so when you take away kind of some of the things, and Marquise Goodwin was uh, he's now questionable. Is this hamstring just keeps bothering him? Like you take away all these weapons, and you you got guys like Kendrick Bourne. It's tough to play with when you really have. It's, it's tough to it's tough to work with when you give him all these pieces is when you give jimmy garoppolo which is why i was really hoping that they would go after josh gordon didn't end up getting that way but i mean like if you added one receiver to that 49ers team it changes the dynamic of everything but yeah. that's just me that's me being venting as a 49er fan it's like <laughs> yeah. oh we're you gonna be your, bad we're again running back at the beginning of the, of the year who, who got hurt he was from Minnesota. Oh, McKinnon Jarvik McKinnon. Yes, that was huge for them. Yes, I mean, that's... lucky
1: how you're pretty deep at running back. But still, it's, I mean, we um, need new ACLs.
2: Time. Give them some new yeah. ACLs. <laughs> <laughs> Get the you're, cadavers you're, in. Nah. <laughs> we need new ones. Oh, it's crazy the
0: technology nowadays, you know, from 20 years ago. Some of these injuries, these, these guys are suffering today. They're back on the field. Man, yeah. You know, but where before would be like a career-ending injury. Yeah, like my bad. boy Icky Woods, the Icky Shuffle, baby. Icky <laughs>
2: Shuffle. <laughs> I don't even hey, know if you're alive when that was hey, going on, Matt. I was alive for none of that. <laughs> what you said, the, the story? <laughs> all of that, that. I do not know not. Uh, <laughs> oh, just, say, just say
1: Icky Shuffle and nod your head, and Kevin will be happy. Icky yeah. Shuffle. That's it, what
0: I'm doing. It, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> see Kevin's happy. He's smiling right hey, oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When oh, yeah. does oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: he not <laughs> smile, though? Let's be real.
0: You know, since that he wins the Super Bowl, be so sweet but it just obviously the rams are the bonafide super bowl contender <laughs> new england patriots bonafide super bowl contender until oh, yeah. someone knocks those two off the hill yeah
1: Come it's going to be interesting there? uh we'll see uh the next few games see how it all all plays yeah. out and, yeah uh, very it's a long it's a long season it's only 16 games but you see, it's a very long season somehow. <laughs> Still, it's weird to say. But.
0: And your Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, they're they're a scary team because, like you said, oh, yeah. when they get better and better, and, and Flacco gets really comfortable with his receivers, because they were talk about that last night. That there's only one guy, or the other night, one guy that's returned. All the other receivers are new. Oh yeah,
1: so they're just their offense is just going to get better and. And crazy to say, but their defense is going to get so much better, and they're going to be they're going to have three good corners with Humphreys, Carr and Jimmy Smith back. Good luck throwing on those guys, especially if they keep bringing the pressure, and or at least have the illusion of bringing the pressure. You see, Ben was standing in the pocket and just like, shaking his head like I don't know what's going on, and you can see he he was tricked a few times, and uh, uh, that was enjoyable to watch, especially uh <clears throat> the rooting for my boy Eric, but uh, he played great their whole defense played great, I mean uh, that's all you can ask for. Play great in the second half. I mean, you're going to learn. Obviously, teams are going to have new wrinkles in the first half. They're going to, uh, you know, they're going to, especially when they got down 14-0, they can't wait till the second half to bring all their stuff out. Well, so wait so till they those two it out teams. real teams. They didn't give up 21 points. They only right. gave up two field goals and a touchdown. So. And then they shut it down. That was it for
0: them. Wait till when those two teams meet again. You know, Jimmy Smith will be back, like you said, so they'll have the three Oh, yeah, I'm going to that
1: game, too. Yeah.
0: Er- Eric Weddle playing center field. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Ready just going to be... Game. Last year, because Baltimore got swept by Pittsburgh last year, so I think this year they're going to return the favor.
1: Oh, I hope so. I hope so, especially the way they lose to Pittsburgh sometimes is just so devastating, especially... I mean, Eric takes it very personal. I'm, I'm, they've given up a couple... Uh, last year they gave up a 10-point lead with like less than like six minutes left, so... I'm, I'm sure he remembers that and you could tell after this last one that it felt good to get him back especially in Pittsburgh So, oh yeah to do it, it in Pittsburgh
0: and to do it the way they did it because you know starting the second half you're like okay it's kind of gone back and forth a little bit and then the Ravens finally got a field goal they go up 17-14, yeah. then they stop the momentum. They they force them to go three and out. And they go back mm-hmm. and they get another field. They end up settling for a field goal, then it's 20-14. They did it the yeah. old-fashioned way. They are just playing really good defense. Yeah. Didn't force any turnovers, but they did enough to force the yeah, they Steelers got one at the off. end, the,
1: the big one. Yeah, so the I, 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 I,
0: yes, at the very end. But I, I'm talking yeah. about, then they went up 23-14. And, oh, and I got you, I got gotcha, you, gotcha, yeah. You know, they, they're they, just you doing know, when little you force chip shots. to be
1: one-dimensional, that, that's what happens. I mean, yeah. James Conner will have, like... 12 carries for 17 yards, I mean, that's that's not going to do it. You've yeah. never seen that with Gurley. Well, when Jeff Fisher was around, you probably did. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Gurley has 11 carries. He probably has, like, 50 or 60 yards.
0: So that that, that changes everything. It does. And they definitely miss Le'Veon, Bill. Some of what's going to happen with that situation. <laughs> do you follow much baseball? Because there was some history yesterday. I did. I do not. But um, I do follow the Dodgers. I have a, a lot of my friends are Dodgers fans, so I always hope well, them. They were one of those teams yeah. that did it yesterday. I did see Lasorda getting some alcohol poured on him. Good for him. <laughs> Lasorda still kicking. I love it. I love it. Oh yeah.
2: I went. I went to an Angels game one time, and I saw Tommy Lasorda sitting in front of me, and he literally was asleep at the baseball game, like falling asleep for the first three innings. He was dead asleep, <laughs> like just no one was sitting by him. Just Tommy Lasorda in the front row, asleep. It was the one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I mean, like, <laughs> it's was his afternoon nap. <laughs> it was his afternoon nap, and now he's getting beer poured on him. He's he was falling asleep to wake up to the the Dodgers pouring beer on him. That's what he lives for. So well, it's well, good well, that's exciting
0: yesterday to see two one game playoffs and all four teams are in the postseason. Well, well, the Cubs and the Rockies, this is a do or die for them. It's just yeah, that one game, die. one and done. But for the Dodgers, they take on the Atlanta Braves. That's going to be a good matchup for them. That's a that's a new team in the playoffs.
1: Right? I yeah, feel yeah. like I haven't heard the Atlanta Braves, the in the playoffs Braves in a long time. The Baby Braves. We've it's, been talking about
0: them you know, the baby spiritually Braves. throughout the year, but Matt especially you know, specified the Baby Braves. Braves. Yeah, the
2: Baby Braves It's Ronald Acuña Jr. It's uh Freddie Friedman. Freeman. They they just got all these guys that are are budding superstars that are just going to come out and, and really shine. I mean, you you got guys that they've had for like the, they were on the team last year on a team that was under 500 and not great. And then now you come and see them this year and you got new faces like Mike Fonslewitski who by the way throws some heat. I think he's second among starting pitchers in terms of miles per hour. I think he throws uh, on average 97 but miles he has per great hour. velocity
0: too. Not oh, just so much the speed. It's the velocity it's on the, the ball. velocity.
2: So it, it, it's just everything that is encompassing in the Braves right now means that they're going to be a good team for not just this year but for years to come. Ozzy Abelis. There's got so many guys. Like I yeah. can just keep going on and on and that. he Will, but the baby Braves. You're a
0: Dodgers fan you say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I follow him. I, I'm honestly that's like not only my least favorite sport but I I follow every sport but that's why I at the bottom for me, but it's nothing against it.
2: Just It's just a log sport to watch.
1: It no is. It is. No, nobody yeah. likes to watch a
0: football. <laughs> you can sit there and watch start to finish. I mean, we couldn't wait to get home to watch that Sunday night game, which was a great oh, game. Oh, man. I ran. I drove so fast to get home. I was like, I'm going to get my sideward done. I'm out of here. Bye. I got a game to watch.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I got business to take care of. I don't blame yeah. you. I like looking at the box score of MLB games. Like, I like looking at the statistical elements of it, but like, mm-hmm. football is definitely, by far, it's, it's probably, for me, basketball is the most fun sport to watch just because I know the most about it. But, like, football mm-hmm. is probably second to me because it's just it's entertaining. It's like n- any given Sunday, you know? And any, any given Sunday, it's, something could happen. It's, it's crazy. College football is like that, too. So, for me, football yeah. is definitely up there but baseball it's hard to. when was the last time you ever sat down from the first inning to the ninth inning watching a baseball game you
0: just don't you just don't yeah I haven't not one time unless you're Unless you're at a game. Unless like you're at you said, a game. But even Sam, then, you, you like a sort of snooze. I <laughs> watch your Tommy you sort of snooze.
2: Like, how many times are you checking your phone during the game? How many are you talking during the game? Like, yeah. Uh, it,
1: I, I, I do hear things. I mean, obviously, I watch all those sports shows on ESPN and all that. And I hear them talking about them trying to speed the game up and all that, having a, a pitch clock. And I, I hear things like that, but I mean, I'm still, yeah, it's still slow. I, a slow sport. If you have two great pitchers, I mean, everyone's just standing there. Am I, am, that's correct, right? You're just yeah. pitching cash, right? It, it is, it is a thing cash, of beauty.
0: You know, we used to watch, you know, like a pitcher's duel. Yeah, it is a pitcher's it, duel. It, it depends it's on a the thing type of beauty. Pitcher. But if you're there, it's even more enjoyable. It's just when you're watching oh, on yeah. TV, you're it, just it's like. It's cool
1: for them, but I'm, I'm thinking of yeah. like,
0: what, what's everyone else doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just
2: depends. Like some, some really good pitchers are ground ball pitchers. Like mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of balls off the bat, but that's not very fun to watch. There's some pitchers that are really good at fly balls, getting fly balls. Yeah. Like that, that's their whole MO. It's like every pitcher is kind of different. Every dominant pitcher. But, like, the really dominant pitchers that no one can hit, yeah, I mean, like, unless you're, like, a baseball nerd, like, you really love the game. Like, you, you have so much passion. You get so in, behind, like, just behind the scenes. That's the type of person that would want to watch that. Not me. Yeah. Like I don't know enough about it. Like there's too much analytics for me. It's like people are doing the shift. And that, like, that
1: sounds like me. That sounds like me in football. Like I would probably enjoy. Actually, I would enjoy a nine to six football game. I'm like, oh, their defenses are playing great. They're they're in the offensive coordinator's head, and there's nothing. I mean, I, I like that stuff. I like every game. Obviously, I don't like the blowouts, but if it's any kind of close game, I don't care what the score is. I'm gonna enjoy the game.
0: Absolutely. It, it, we saw that on Sunday. You know, there were some shootouts. There were some lower scoring games. You know, with the Sunday <laughs> yeah, night game, right. I that mean, was... it's intense. You can't make mistakes, and the first team that blinks loses. So. that's the beauty it's about the NFL. You make the slightest little mistake, and boom, it game over. It's yeah. huge, and it's think, it's hard to think about. You could do it on like special on special teams.
1: I forgot. I saw um, Denver Denver last night. The uh, Marquette King kicked it out of like I think he was trying to keep away from Tyree Kill, but he. He punted it for like twenty-three yards, and the dude could kick it like seventy yards. And just little mistakes like that can cost you. Can't give that offense, especially when they start rolling a short field. And oh yes, little mistakes like that and. It's just all three, it's all three phases. It affects the team. and You can have a great offense and a great defense. or You can have the worst special teams, and you, you won't go to the playoffs. It is what it is. All
2: right. I got to go back to the MLB. Give me the predictions for the wild card. Hey, we'll cut Who you. do you it's, think is going to win? Cubs or Rockies? Cubs or Rockies? Around the room. I'll go Cubs. It's at home. For
0: Rockies for the upset. I'm going Cubs, but do not like the Rockies. There you go. All right. I like that. It's two, consensus. Two Dodgers. Consensus yeah.
2: Cubs, which yeah. is, the, you know, I think. I think most people are kind of on that bandwagon. And yeah. then you have on the AL side of things the New York Yankees and that Oakland Athletics. Who are you taking? I'm going to Oakland Athletics. I want the 30 for 30. I don't want the just the 30 for 31 series. You, Brian? I want the five I want part the A's series.
1: Bad. I, I really want the actually. I want the Not A's a,
2: win. I'm all in agreement.
0: The A's. A's. Let's go. Yeah. Love it. I've corrupted you all. I've corrupted you all. Let's stop one of all. those 100 win teams out before Friday. Let's go. I'm the Yankees got another.
2: It's the most expensive team in baseball versus the least expensive team in baseball. Yeah, forget it.
0: Well, Brian, thank you so much for joining us this morning. You always have great football insight. I always appreciate your high football IQ. I know you're going to be <laughs> coaching. You, in, I know you're going to be coaching in the future. I just know I that. hope I know it's so. in your DNA because so. you know so much about the game. You know so mm-hmm. much about defense, and it's like watching a game with you. You actually learn. I learn stuff from you.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. That says a lot. I appreciate it. It's fun, and I mean, it, it wouldn't even be a job. I would. I would enjoy. That's why I say. Offense. like that. That just. That just sounds.
0: So much fun to me. You're just so passionate. But you know what? That's what Coach Aubrey, the defensive backs coach of the LA Rams says. He goes, This is not a job. He goes, I enjoy this. It's oh, a vocation yeah. for me. And it's the same yeah. for you. It's like it's in your DNA. Yes. I need it, Kevin. I need it. You gotta go do it, brother. Gotta go do I it. Will. But thank you I so will. much thank for you. for joining us here on Sports Matters and we're gonna cut you loose because I know you gotta take care of the little guy.
1: Oh, he the he little ward. He's been giving me the look. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I appreciate you, Matt. Good, always good to hear from you again.
0: Always good to hear from you. Pleasure you for coming on. I'll
1: see you later. I'm sure.
2: See you later, man.
1: Take uh, care. Have a good day, guys. All All
2: right,
0: too. you too, buddy. So
2: that was Brian Ward. I think we have one last piece of business to get to. Yeah, I think we've covered pretty much everything. And we but our UCI and eaters? It's been a exactly. good week for them. It's been a good week for them. Like well, we got.
0: Check this out. Big Western Conference Player of the Week again. Repeat. For She's a repeat. Marjima. She had 15 kills versus UC Davis. And they win the game. And now they're above 500 for the first time this year. 8 and 7. So the ladies have responded from a slow start. And they're 2 1 in the conference. And I'm telling you what, they found the rhythm. They got everyone playing together. Harley Kikawa, Idara Akpakpa. I'm loving it, man. You're hyped up for the girls' volleyball. I love it. I'm just pumped up for UCI
2: Sports. Are you kidding? Remember last week. When I said you should go and watch on ESPN three the women's soccer team against Hawaii. And what is it? Guess what? Guess what? Double overtime thriller goal. Rima Beasla. I can't. I don't even know if I'm saying the name right. You can come pronounce it for me. But she wins defensive player of the week, scores the game-winning goal in a great fashion. These UCI women's soccer. These females are doing work in the field. Yes, they are. I like it. They're out there playing volleyball. They're out there playing soccer. And this is going to
0: start soon ba- as well. Oh
2: my gosh, I'm so
0: excited. Well, we're stoked. You know, next month, you know, Matt and I, we're going to go to the opening. Uh, game here at the Bren Center I believe it's against Idaho you know versus the UCI men's we're definitely going to check out some women's basketball games this year coach T and you know they had a tremendous they went from five wins to 16 wins so now going into the second year of coach T's reign 20 wins Ooh, I tell you what I'm, I'm sensing an NCAA birth oh bold I, like I don't it. want to you know put too much pressure on the ladies you know they're not playing one game at a time but they're very good it's and not they're pressure. Only getting better it's excitement exactly it's We're excited for them well, ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us here at sports matters just go to kci.org and click on show schedule sports matters will take you to the latest podcast or go to tune in on our website and it will take you to all the previous shows and today's show that we have done until then all sports matters and stay tuned for Claudia chambal to add Ask a leader.